0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Notable News for the 6th of September. I'm Kristen Downs. I am the founder of The Notable Woman, host of The Notable Woman podcast, and The Notable Woman Live, I'm so happy to provide you with these bite-sized broadcasts. I can understand if you find following the news in the daily overwhelming, so I've turned my personal news obsession into a tool for you. Now, you can catch me here live on Facebook Facebook.com slash The Notable Woman, or you can listen to the podcast. You can head on over to anchor.fm slash Notable News to subscribe to over 10 podcast platforms. Now, today we're going to begin with the mysterious op-ed that showed up in the New York Times around 4 p.m. yesterday. And so the op-ed was from an unnamed senior official in the White House. And the article was titled something like, I am a part of the Trump resistance inside the White House. Uh, It's a weird op-ed. And obviously it generated a lot of buzz. Some people are thinking uh, that it could be John Kelly, it could be Jeff Sessions, it could be Kellyanne Conway, it could be Sarah Huckabee Sanders, it could be Mike Pence. They're parsing down the language about who wrote it. They're uh, you know, running it through artificial intelligence. Um, I think that it really seems to me like it was written by a committee. And I work at a university and we get these, you know, sort of like broadcast emails from the administration. Fairly frequently and one of my favorite activities when reading them is trying to decide who wrote what part of it and what committee wrote what section and so when I read this op-ed yesterday I really got the sense that it was written by committee and the words were decided upon by a group so there wasn't a uniformity in style or even in intent it's a strange 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 article so claims to be a part of the Trump resistance, but then inside the article makes fun of the Trump resistance and puts itself separate from them. And then later in the article, it says we should reach across the aisle and be friends with each other. But you just made fun of those people earlier in the piece. And it talks about Trump and his policies in this really positive way and only separates itself from his more volatile personality. But the Trump administration separated hundreds of tiny humans from their families with no plan to join them back together again. And it's hard for any human being with a conscience to not recognize that in some way. And overall for secret Anonymous op ed, there was an alarmingly little amount of s- thoughts, facts, anything to make it interesting. You might hear Bronte right now. That's my dog. And uh, he's excited about someone that he can hear. But so strange. It's a strange, strange, strange op ed. Again, my sense is really it was written by committee. And my speculation is that it's a. Uh, Sort of hedging by more of the traditional Republicans, because it it strongly says that we believe in the policies that are happening, but we don't you know like Trump the person, and so I sort of thought it was hedging so that if Trump ends up getting impeached or he gets indicted, then they can separate Trump the person from the policies, because the reason Republicans voted for Trump, even though he has authoritarian tendencies, and admitted to being a sexual assaulter on tape, and all of these types of things, they like what he's doing. And that's why they voted for him, because they wanted the Supreme Court, and they wanted to put these conservative judges in place. And they don't want that to get destroyed by a Trump impeachment or a Trump indictment. And so I was really irritated that the New York Times published something like this because I feel like it's giving credence to this argument that all of these people are not complicit in what Trump is doing when they absolutely are. All right, moving on. This is the second day of Kavanaugh's hearing yesterday. He actually got to speak. Fascinating, right? Really, really nothing good came out of anything he said. Uh, Kamala Harris did the best questioning of him, although uh, there were some others that that did a good job too. Uh, Senator Leahy also. But so things, uh, he was asked if there are any laws governing the control, uh, pardon me, laws governing government control over a male's body, which of course he could not name any. And he was asked about, the both sides argument of the Charlottesville uh, riots. And he could not say Nazis were bad. He could not say it. And then lastly, he was asked, and this is a direct question, can the president issue a pardon in exchange for a bribe? Yes or no. And he could not answer it. Okay. He could not answer that question. So an alarming day, not a surprising day, but an alarming day in Kavanaugh's hearing. Now, in other news, Britain has charged two Russians in, ex- uh, in the crime of a former agent being poisoned with a nerve agent, a nerve agent, and they are going to be briefing Russia on the charging of these two individuals via the UN. Today, I believe. In other world news, India has decriminalized gay sex in the historic ruling. Now, this ban Extended from colonial times, and it was just struck down today by their Supreme Court. Now, two interesting healthcare updates. Obviously, healthcare is very contentious in the United States, and two things happened that I think you might find interesting and should know about. So, one, a few months ago, Warren Buffett's company, JP Morgan, and Amazon joined together and announced that they were going to be launching their own health insurance company which is huge Uh, but they're they feel like their companies are large enough and they're not happy with what they're getting and so they're going to start their own company and that was announced a few months ago but it came up again this week because they just announced that jack started is going to be their coo and then another announcement that just came out today is that a group of hospitals are looking to join together start their own drug companies because they're upset about the treatment that they get and the expense from pharmaceutical companies. So these are two huge potentials for disruption in this market, which I think is one, great, the market needs to be disrupted. If you talk to anyone that needs any sort of regular healthcare or some sort of emergency healthcare, the system is absolutely broken And I think that disruption, like these two activities, is really good for a market that doesn't work. So we shall see what happens there. The last thing I want to let you know about today is that Self-Care September is beginning in my Facebook group. I really believe that by caring for and loving ourselves, we can make the world a better place we can show other people how they should treat us and that we have more time and energy for the work that we wanna do in the world that is important. So you can join us. The group is thesocietyofnotablewomen.com. If you go to that URL, it'll redirect you over to the Facebook group. We would love to have you doing daily exercises, activities, meditations, and speakers all about your self-care. So that is it for today. I hope you have a notable day and bye for now.